there and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Welcome back, Savvy Souls, to another episode of the Unlikely Artist Podcast. I'm getting pretty excited because we're getting up pretty close to a year that I've been doing this and getting to know all of you. So, Savvy Souls, by the end of this episode, I want you to have the same realization one of my clients reported recently. She said to me, I'm like a Ferrari. I love this image so much because a Ferrari is beautiful and powerful and grabs your attention. She's beginning to understand just how powerful she is. So Savvy Souls, by the end of this episode, I want you to be open at least a little bit to the idea that you're more powerful than you think. I want you to be able to say to yourself, I'm like a Ferrari too. Now, before we dive in, let's first define the kind of powerful I'm talking about. What I don't mean is raw power in that kind of masculine sense of might or brute force or control over other people. I mean capacity. So when you're doing or accomplishing something, I'm talking about your ability influence, strength, and authority. I mean, you having inner strength that doesn't depend on outward things. And I'm going to be explaining that. Too often, we look to other people. We look to industry leaders, our mentors and bosses, the people who've made a name for themselves in our chosen fields, to celebrities, to professors, to gurus. We look around us and we view those people as powerful and ourselves as kind of insignificant, even a little bit incapable, or at least incapable relative to them. And what we're ignoring is how tremendously powerful we are. All the things that we've learned and experienced and overcome. All of our lives are filled with challenges. And by the time we even have a couple decades under our belts, we can look back and find so many instances of our own power. So many ways we've developed our inner strength and ability and authority and wisdom and capacity. The resilience we've developed, the solutions we've devised. When you savvy souls, when you connect and recognize that power within you, that power is already in you. When you allow it, not force it, but just acknowledge it and tap into it, that's when you've got the energetic capacity to birth what wants to be created through you. When you're not recognizing and connecting with that power in you, that's when your brain will scan instead for all the ways you failed or not performed up to your standards or believe you said the wrong thing or could have done it better or when you felt like an imposter. So I'm about to say something important, so please pay attention. Take a moment to notice 
how dwelling on your failures and gathering evidence of your inadequacies makes you feel emotionally. When you turn your attention to those things, you probably feel something like defeated, incapable, uncertain, doubtful, unconfident, confused. And this focus and these feelings are not what will allow you to step into your full creative capacity. So think about it for a moment. If you had a chance to do a TED talk or speak at a major conference, and as you got ready, you dwell on all the previous times you've messed up a presentation or stumbled over your words or forgotten an important point, you'll feel nervous and uncertain. You won't have a feeling of ease about you. You'll be focused internally on your worries instead of connecting with the audience and the impact of your words. Your energy will be hesitant. Even if you get all the words right, your speech won't feel powerful to the people listening. They won't be carried away by the impact of your words. They will sense what you're feeling about yourself. Now imagine instead you giving the same TED talk or presenting at the same conference. You've got still the exact same history that you have until today and experiences, but this time you focus ahead of time on the times you've had powerful conversations, the times you spoke up at a meeting and made good points that caught people's attention, the times you got excited and shared a good story at a party and made everyone laugh. The times you explained something to a junior member of your team in such a simple way that the light went on their head and they finally understood something they've been struggling with. By focusing on all of these little successes, you'd start to identify the power that you have to capture people's attention, tell a good story, be funny and simple. And in that powerful state, you deliver a powerful speech. You'd equip the audience with the best conditions to take in what you've said. So what I'm saying here is that power is a state of mind. We're all both powerful and not powerful. Where you focus your attention on the ways you've been powerful and the ways you haven't will affect how you feel now and the outcomes you create now. So let's talk about another example. You're working for a company and the job one level above you is appealing. The job will be challenging and ask a lot of you. You'll learn tons and broaden your knowledge. You'll make a lot more money. And these are all things that appeal to you. If the job's challenging, if you'll learn a lot doing it, it means the job would require you to do things you haven't yet mastered. So you could look at that job and tell yourself, that's beyond my reach. I don't know how to do that yet. I don't know how to do this. You could focus on all the ways you're inadequate and you don't have the skills you need. You could choose what I'll call the powerless route. You could see yourself as not having the ability, influence, strength, or authority to apply yet. Maybe another year, you could say. And then be surprised when someone less qualified than you gets the job. Or you could tap into the powerful parts of you. You could say, hey, I'm like a Ferrari. 
I just need to fuel up and get on the track. You could look at all the things you've accomplished in the past and let that feeling create your fuel. You could decide, hey, I'll figure it out. I always do. Hey, I've done hard things before. I'll do them again. Hey, I've always been able to learn easily and that's all I need to do here. Sense like that will have you feeling capable, ready to master the task the new job would require, and you'd be deliberately stepping into your power. When you think about this promotion example, it's interesting. When we wish to advance our careers, or we hanker to start a new project, or create a new business, we'll always be doing something new. If your habit is to scan for past evidence that you can do it before you start and you need to find that evidence, you'll never find the power within you to just do it. So one takeaway I hope you're picking up on here, Savvy Souls, is that powerful is an emotion you can create through your focus and attention and the thoughts you choose. A sense of powerlessness about creating the results you want comes from your thoughts about you not having the skills or capacity or influence or authority to create those results, which come from you believing that you need to have already done something to do it again, which makes it pretty hard to start something new. A sense of empowerment, a sense that you can create the outcomes you want, comes from your thoughts about your ability to figure out new things your recognition of the ways you figured out things before, the challenges you faced before and overcome, the difficult things you've accomplished that seemed impossible before you started. In a sense, feeling powerful is energy you deliberately create inside yourself so that you can make bold, brave, inspired choices and create new outcomes that you desire. It's not needing permission. It's not being contained by what other people expect. It's deciding what you want and firmly believing you can make it happen. Savvy souls, you're more powerful than you think. You are all Ferraris, as long as you fuel your tank with by focusing on the right attention and choosing the right thoughts to create that fuel. So if you'd like help applying some of the concepts I've taught you here today in this episode or in previous episodes, uh, you're struggling with applying them to your specific facts and circumstances, join me for a free coaching consultation call. On the call, I'll help you diagnose the gaps between where you are now and where you'd like to be. And no matter what happens, you will walk away from that call guaranteed with a much better sense of what to do next to achieve the outcomes that you want. You can book your free call by going to www.gracedcanvas.com. That's G-R-A-C-E-D as in dog, C-A-N-V-A-S.com. And in the meantime, go out, have fun, be powerful, and join me for next week's episode. See you soon. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. 
We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.